Hello and welcome to What Did We Just Watch, the show where we talk about what we just watched. I'm your wholesome know-it-all and resident movie buff, Zach Kuyat. And I'm your hamster of a mother, Emily Coffin. <laughs> hamster of a mother. And this week, mm-hmm. we are uh, hitting on our first true comedy. If you finished last week's episode, you heard a teaser, a new segment we're doing where we talk about what we're going to do next week. We reveal it to each other <laughs> live on the recording and we reveal it to you live at the time of its release. Nice. Um, this week, we watched... Monty Python and the Holy Grail. We sure did, Zach. I love this movie. I also it, love this movie. It makes my heart happy. It <laughs> makes me want to sing like a like a poor a poor the, locked the away guy. little prince in a tower. <laughs> even who who even if my father won't allow it, if he continues to <laughs> shut off my orchestra every time I try to begin my song anew. Boy, oh boy, do I love this movie. Boy, oh boy. This Just, was the first time I've watched this all the way through. I'm I've like so had, glad you I've did. I've had a special place in my heart for it for a long time, but I, I didn't realize until I sat down and watched it straight through. That's something I've never done before. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my dad is a huge fan of this movie. Yeah. So I've seen like bits and pieces of it since I was a kid, but... Hmm. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, watching the whole thing is like a new, a whole different experience. <laughs> yeah, you get it all in like one fell swoop when you, when you, you don't watch it as individual sketches. A crisp, cool hour and a half where it's just... Laugh, 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 laugh. Right. It's just, it is nonstop. Like, it's so good. Obviously, there are bits that are better than others, but I don't think there's oh, anything in here that I don't laugh at. Oh, absolutely. Every part of it just works for me. Yeah, me too. I agree. I love everything about it. Those those (laughs) silly British men are just, they fire on all cylinders. silly boys. This is just a perfect project. I don't know, man. It just, yeah, I I agree. I was, I literally sat here trying to think of things that I could say were like my least favorite. And it, it hurt me a little because I don't (laughs) like have any genuine things that i find a problem with in this movie right okay (laughs) it was almost hard to take notes about right speaking of um not having any issues with this yeah um so for reference at the time of recording this um yesterday the last airbender episode came out Uh uh-huh um and since then i have had two opposite questions asked to me one um by a couple my my good good friends cam and alex from over at the plain sight podcast i okay. use that podcast to promote this one so now i'm going to use this one to promote yeah that one real quick. plug it go Don't check out ashamed. the plain sight podcast okay. we do good work over there um i'm on two podcasts at the same time uh, <laughs> the jesus boy content but they asked me they said they expected this show to be more watching terrible movies and questioning uh-huh. why we were watching terrible movies, which makes sense <laughs> because the origin of the title is from watching the feature Cats. film Cats and oh, going, yeah. oh, we'll what get there. just happened to us? What <laughs> was that? Um, we'll so they there. were asking why we didn't watch more <laughs> terrible movies. And then today, whilst eating dinner with the family, my dad said, why would you watch The Last Airbender? So <laughs> I don't know if that means we should be watching more bad movies or if we should so, stop watching bad movies so we've thoroughly confused both sides of yes. the demographic and i think if i think if there's anything <laughs> we want to do it's just confuse people here i that's i've been perfecting the art of confusing people since <laughs> i was a 
I, I don't know if it's new for you, but this is nothing new for me. No, so. that checks out. So <laughs> hey. all that to say, if you have any if you have any input, if you would rather us watch good movies, rather us watch bad movies, uh, let us know. Oh, all and the, if you uh, have specific movies you want us to watch, yeah, like we'll go to town. We, yeah. we would love a suggestion. Um, all of our information I, my is list, in the full description My list below. is only so long. <laughs> and admittedly, my list is so long, but like we got to keep this thing running. We got to keep the lights on around. Right. Here, we so. got to keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, if you have a movie suggestion, please let us know. We'd be all about it. Uh, but for now we watched this one because I love it. And I got to pick this week. Um, yeah. And I just want to launch us right into what's extreme. What's your favorite? What's maybe this is sacrilegious. Your least favorite. I mean, <laughs> I think in this movie, the apt question is what's your, what's your favorite joke or maybe like what's your favorite sketch in this movie because it's clearly made up of like you know the monty python writing team they were sketch writers before this yeah they they had already been well established and you can tell like they wrote sketches that worked within the theme that they were doing just kind of shoved them together right do you have a favorite sketch from this movie? i think i do that that's a really hard question it is uh because there's There's so many good ones we i'm sure we'll say it so many times in this episode, there's just so much good in this movie. Oh, yeah. I think personally my favorite, mainly because I think it was, at least from my memory, it's the first one that I got introduced to when I was a kid. So okay. it's kind of got the nostalgia factor to it. Plus, it still just makes me laugh just as hard as it did back then. <laughs> uh, the entire, I don't even know if the character has a name, the Frenchman. Yes, uh, the French the taunter. Castle. Uh, yes, the French taunter. <laughs> I will taunt you a second time. <laughs> so <laughs> that good. entire scene oh, floors me. It's so funny. <laughs> and I don't think your the mother rest was of a it... hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. Like I fought oh, in I your general direction. <laughs> it's it's so that good. a close close uh, second is probably the knights who say knee. The knights who say knee is also that's probably a close. Very second. good. It's yes. so good. I when I was rewatching this. Um, I was trying to be aware of like what made me laugh the most, and mm-hmm. the discovery I made is that it's it's the witch trial scene. Oh, that <laughs> one is really good. <laughs> I think maybe my number one favorite joke in this movie is they've already decided that witches are made of wood um, yeah. because they float. <laughs> Sir, Sir Bedivere says. And to find out if she's a witch and made of wood, what could we do with her? And he says, um, build a bridge out of her. <laughs> that, See, it I have just a different, kills me. <laughs> I have a different favorite line from that scene. My favorite is the, I don't know which member of Monty Python it is. I can hardly tell them apart. And I'm sorry if that's terrible of me to say. Um, <laughs> They're all, they're a bunch of white guys in the 70s. You know, they all bear a little bit of a resemblance. Pretty similar British Um, accent, yeah. (laughs) I love the line in that same scene where uh, (laughs) the guy in the crowd just goes, she turned me into a newt. (laughs) And Benavir goes, a newt? And he goes, well, I I got got better. I got better. Uh, that is God, John so Cleese good. who has that. That is John Cleese. Line. Okay, I thought it was. But I didn't want to say it if I was wrong. Oh, that's so. Funny. The only two I know by name are John Cleese and Eric Idle. I'll yes. say that right now. So if I get anybody else wrong or like don't know what's going on, please just know those that's are the fair. only two I 
at all know who they are. I'm going to try to get some right, but I also like have their faces in front of me for reference. Because Good job. I wanted to make That's sure I helpful. I did not do that. I did not think far enough ahead for that. Um, I also really love, this is not, I probably wouldn't count this as one of my favorites, but as far as scenes, uh, but I just think the opening credits bit is just something special with the, the, uh, yeah. the <laughs> captions. The yes. I think if we're going to, and maybe I'll call it the most bizarre, um, that's the extreme <laughs> because wow, what is Me that? sister was bit by a moose. I was going to say, it's, with... it sounds <laughs> like the way I imagine, um, Grimes probably talks just in normal or maybe, maybe X-Ash 12a or whatever the grimes and elon musk baby is named oh funny yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. xsh a12 i think something like that i've never heard anyone try to pronounce it i've yes. only seen it on twitter so all <laughs> i know is I that the confused. ae like non-english symbol is supposed to be pronounced ash but i don't remember what order things happen ash yes what on ash. Earth? god maybe it's like ash Hey. <laughs> Billy Eilish. Exactly. That's what I always think when I read those credits is that it sounds like it's like speaking in cursive. It's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a word saying a name. By the muse. By the it's so it's so <laughs> weird. And then and then the hard shift into other nonsense. Where instead of any of the actual, like, producers, it's just, like, conglomerations of llamas. Like, 40 <laughs> Ecuadorian mountain llamas yeah. that, like, produced this film or directed it. Or it's like, yeah, and where it's does like, that bit come moose, from? Mooses were costumed by... <laughs> <laughs> so, I will say, I put under one of my least favorites, because it was one of the few things I could actually think of... Uh, <laughs> Was that when it, <laughs> that third time they like cut the music and it's like, oh, we've, we've shifted to another company that did our opening credits yes. at great expense. And then uh -huh. it just like starts like flashing really <laughs> bright lights. It gives me a headache. Yeah. I and that's it. about all I got. It's intense. I will also Flashing say, back and forth between bright colors. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> as, as a, a interview watching gal, as I've established. Good for you. Myself. Um, I will say under least favorites, uh, apparently this movie was miserable to film. Interesting. And that is, and that is quoted from every single one of them, but not because of like disagreements or anything. It was apparently, um, there were a lot of problems with budget and there were yeah. a lot of problems with, uh, location. Apparently they filmed anytime there's a castle in the entire movie, it's all one castle. Mm -hmm. I forget what the name of the castle is. Yeah. Uh, because they were banned from every other castle <laughs> in Scotland because they thought they would, like, <laughs> like I get it. deface the name of all these, like... <laughs> I do understand <laughs> that. Um, well, there's a lot of that in this movie. Like, budget constraints yeah. or, or just, like what they could get accomplished like the yeah one of my the favorite coconuts. running jokes is the coconuts yeah it was yeah the, the <laughs> original plan was horses. to have a horse but they couldn't afford horses so they were like hey what if we just what if a guy just we follows just him with coconuts, some coconuts. <laughs> yeah Which is and then it brilliant. gives you one of the it's best jokes bit. where he's yeah. talking about how 
the, that first opening scene where he's like, are you implying that coconuts migrate? <laughs> I love that scene. Uh, throw that into my runner up for best scene. Cause I also love any, any scene where there's just like, that's one of my favorite like comedic bits is when there's just an out of context, really long conversation about something that's like yeah. really weird. Yeah. Like that scene. And then the scene, uh, when they're, it's the prince that's trapped in the castle and his dad is telling the guards not to leave the room. And it's just a one long take of him trying to explain to them that no, they're not supposed he's not to allowed leave. To, you're, you watch him. You keep him here. He's not allowed to leave. He's not allowed to leave with you. And then they try to, to follow him out. And no one's just hiccuping the entire time. It's just so that's silly It's own dumb. unrelated bit is that he just keeps hiccuping. That's all it is. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, it kills me. That same that same bit has another one of my favorite visual gags of all time where they just replay the same clip of John Cleese running really far away. <laughs> yeah. Lancelot is just so just far away. Just, just the drums underneath and he's just <laughs> a mile off. And then all of a sudden he's stabbing somebody right there. <laughs> yeah, he's just there. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's good. really good. Yeah, I, I put a number down in some research I did. They did this entire movie for $400,000. Ooh, man. That That's is, how you know, did... like, this movie came from a TV sketch comedy show. Oh, yeah. And also, <laughs> you know, it came from, like, a place of, like, love. Yeah. You know? No, yeah, but nobody was doing this it. because they thought it was going to make a lot of money. Right. Because they, they like were given funny. a lot of money to make it. Right. Apparently, Life of Brian, because I was watching, I think it was John Cleese, I was watching an interview with him talking about it, because he's the one who said that, right. uh, that it was miserable to <laughs> to film, and also that <laughs> they did it for $400,000. Uh, Life of Brian was apparently $2 million. Yeah. Yeah, they, but this uh, one, up they really, there. and it was because, uh, oh God, what was it? Uh, I wrote it down, so George Harrison who is mm-hmm. a member of the who is a member of the Beatles? A he Beatle. financed them. He is the only reason they had that much money. God bless. Which the I thought was so funny. Um, <laughs> and John, it was John Cleese talking about it, and he said, "I asked, I asked George Harrison why why he was giving us all this money, and apparently George Harrison's response was just, well, I just really want to see the movie." <laughs> <laughs> he always was the shy one. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. Oh, yes. Um, I think probably I could talk about just about every bit in this movie. The other one I that know. I really... I think in my top two are the the witch hunt scene and then just a little one when they go to Sir Robin and they're talking <laughs> the, the, the adventure of Sir Robin, the yeah. not quite as brave as um, Sir Galahad. Um, and he, he's just out in the woods... And he comes across the three-headed knight, and he just turns around and runs. Scene. And the, I love that scene. I love that scene. The minstrel behind him is bravely turning and running away and cutting out and yes. taking I, off. And okay, so I didn't realize this until I've never seen the Sir Robin stuff. Is some of it that I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, I <laughs> I didn't realize until this week. I was unwittingly and unknowingly in a like bit about sir robin a couple years ago like i performed in a bit where i was just supposed to be one of the minstrels following him 
That's very uh, funny. It was it was the No Talent Talent Show. Oh we yes, just, I do we remember just did this. a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea what that was. I thought it was just something <laughs> dumb they made up, and I was like, okay, because we weren't like singing anything. They were just like, I forget who it even was, whose idea it was, who was being Sir Robin. Uh, but they were just like, just like follow behind me and walk funny. <laughs> like, that was the whole bit. And I just had no idea what that was or like what I was doing. Oh, that's funny. And I was like, oh, that's funny. I I did some referential humor not knowing it. (laughs) Accidentally did some accidental referential humor. That and the holy hand grenade, I didn't know that was a phrase from this movie. Yes, the holy hand grenade. I've seen that scene before, so I don't know why I didn't know that. Holy hand grenade of Antioch. Because yes. that, was, that was probably my favorite scene when I was a kid, was uh, with the rabbit. Yes. That was probably my... I thought that was the funniest shit on the planet oh, of, when I was a kid. Oh, of course. It's still just very Just a rabbit good. just eating these dudes alive. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing that had ever happened on Earth. Oh, it's up there for sure. It's a, it's, I think this whole movie's up there. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's so good. Man, I love it. Just makes my heart happy. Okay. I, I'm going to be sad if I don't bring it up. Uh, the Black okay. Knight. That's oh, all. of course. <laughs> I just, I was going to be upset if we didn't like say something about it. Tis but uh, a flesh I also wound. Love, Tis but a flesh wound. How about That's you? Off. I love <laughs> the way that, just the way that King Richard plays that whole scene. Graham Chapman. Just yeah. the way that oh he God. just is like, what are you talking about? Like, just what? a brief moment where you one of them one is leg. the voice of reason. And he's just, what? What? No. No, it's not. You have we'll no call arm. call it a draw. <laughs> That's so, it's such a good ending to um, that scene. Apparently, this was a fun, I have a fun fact about that scene. I love that you have um, a fun Apparently, because I remember when I watched it, I was like, how did they do that? Uh, when he's just a body, like he has no limbs left and uh-huh. he's just on the ground. Apparently they found somebody who was amputated at the hips. Oh, interesting. Like just found someone to come in for that one shot of That's him really just funny. on the ground with no arms and no legs. Cause I... I was like, there's no, there's no like shrubbery around him to hide his legs. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> I had that? guessed that he was buried in the ground. So. No, I did too. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, I guess they dug a hole and just like, made funny. it look like it wasn't there. Just Apparently bring somebody found... in for the one shot. Yeah. They just... No, it's really funny. Hey, you work with what you got, you know? That's right. Um, on that note, let's move ourselves to question number two on our questionnaire. Let's and that question is, it. what are your questions? This is a question about <laughs> questions where we talk about things that don't make sense. And um, in this uh, film, pretty much nothing I would say makes sense. Um, no, not at all. Not a lot, like, tracks. Um, but it's also hard to ask questions because not a lot makes sense in this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it all, yeah, for a while I couldn't come up with anything. Because I was just like, I just, it it repels asking questions of it. That's right. the whole thing. It's exactly. like Exactly. The only... The one that I came up with while I was watching the movie was just uh, back to the the three headed guy. Uh-huh. I just wanted to know what was up with him. Like, yeah, what was I want to know more about that. I want to know more about that guy. I actually, then, I think that was what I came down to was I want to know a lot more about some of the random one off yeah. characters in this movie. I will say though, I'm glad they didn't though, as right. like fun as they made it. Because I think from what I've seen, I haven't seen a lot of Monty Python. I've seen this movie, and I've seen a few episodes of Flying Circus. I've never seen Life of Brian. I've never seen, uh, what's the other one? Meaning of Life? Meaning of Life. 
Meaning of Life. I've I'll, never I seen. I said meaning it of off life. air. I'll say it on air. You would like Meaning of Life. And yes, you watch it. I noted. Um, <laughs> I think it's on Netflix. I think I think one of the things I know Life of Brian is anyway. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, I know one of the things that I've picked up on with them is they just have such Monty Python. They just have such a good sense of when things stop being funny. Yeah. Like they have a really good they sense do a of really like good job not crossing the line of like, this is repetitive and dumb, but they do a really good job of not letting things be one-offs Yeah, that like just don't matter at all. Yeah. I they think do, you're right about that. They do callbacks really well. Like the whole mm-hmm. bit with the historian that keeps coming back and the French taunter that keeps coming back. Like they the do French a really good job at calling things back, but not overdoing anything to the point you're like, okay, we get it. You know? Yeah, they know what At jokes least. don't need to run on forever, and they know what jokes yeah. need to run on a little bit, but not driving it into the ground. Like, and that's think, such a hard thing. That's yeah, such a hard I think, line um, to find. The Knights of the Round Table song is a really good example oh, of that. Because I that's, like, funny, but I think if it went on any longer, and if they actually went oh, it'd to be dumb. a lot, you'd be like, oh, we, fine, we get Can it. Can you please just go, go? <laughs> You know? Right. Can we move on now? <laughs> and like all of the the segments that are animated, all the yeah. animated stuff, I think goes on exactly as long as it needs to, and then it moves mm-hmm. on, or just as mm-hmm. short as it needs to, and it moves on. Um, going back to some interviews I watched, Eric Idle about the three headed guy scene, he mm-hmm. literally <laughs> said in one of the interviews I watched about that scene, he said it wasn't very good. It didn't make it into the musical. <laughs> like, he was just like, like as if that was a quantifier for like it being good really or funny. not. Like, hmm, um, didn't make it into the musical. Obviously, it wasn't good enough. <laughs> well, because he he wrote the musical. Right. I didn't realize that he he was the person that wrote it. Oh yes. Um, I, I clearly we're gonna get there because. Uh, oh yeah, we're gonna if get. If you've there. listened to the show before, you know that we're gonna talk about this for sure. Absolutely. Um, so I don't want to burn too much of that. But yeah, he did. He he wrote the musical, and and I think it's funny that he was like self aware enough to go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Not everything yeah, like I think that scene's kind of funny, but mostly not for the three-headed guys. Mostly it's for the Sir Robin song. I also saw an interview where it was all of that, or at least all of them that were still alive, because this had its 40th anniversary, mm-hmm. like five years. It's 45 years old now, the movie. Um, right. But back when the 40th anniversary happened, they all got together, those of them, because I think a few of them had passed away. Um, right. And so the interviewer asked them, if they knew at the time they were making it that this was going to be such a such a classic, and they all said, "Oh God, no! <laughs> God, no! We thought this was trash when we made it. Not trash, right. but like they yeah, you think it's like, for eh. you and your friends, yeah, yeah, because that's that. what a lot of their stuff feels like. And like every interview I watched, that was more than one of them. It was very, it, it's very clear that they're still really, really good friends. Which is yeah. really cool to watch. And they just, like, enjoy being together and working together, right. which is really cool to see. Uh, I love them. They seem I just, like, too. fun old guys, They seem you know? so nice. And just enjoy each other's company and just really like making people laugh. Yeah. I love what it. a pure pursuit, you know? Um, when we talk about uh, what are your questions here, one thing that I do want to know mm. is... I was talking about the witch hunt scene before. Yes. Um, I want background on what happened there because she maybe turned John Cleese into a newt 
and they were ready right. to burn her for being a witch, but they did feel like they needed to put a fake nose and hat onto her. Um, and right. also they were briefly convinced that she wasn't a witch. And then it turns out she was a witch. <laughs> she so was actually what, a witch. So maybe, was that just a really heavy duck? Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> also, who just had a duck on hand? Who was just ready to offer up a duck? This whole this whole movie just had a lot of ducks in it. it uh, yeah. <laughs> everybody yeah, had a that duck was, on hand. That was really funny. Anyway. Like the next shot, they're like, yeah, well, why are you next to a duck? And the next shot, <laughs> Benavir just already has a duck and is putting it into the scale. Oh, yeah, also, why so did they have that giant scale just ready Far to go? Away in witches, clearly. <laughs> you got away a witch They acted once in a like while. this was a new oh. procedure they hadn't done before. Did you hear that sentence that just came out of my mouth? Once in a while, they got away a witch. <laughs> <laughs> that was W alliteration. You That's know? not a letter that gets alliterated all that often. <laughs> I like that. It was fun. Oh Quirky. man, that's a good one. I love the way that <laughs> King Richard is just watching from the side and then he and then he goes, "Yes, and what else floats?" And <laughs> another one of my favorite jokes is them <laughs> saying other things that float and the John Cleese <laughs> guy says, "Very small rocks." <laughs> Very small rocks. <laughs> because what? No, I don't. No. <laughs> and then just That's not with all of the grandiose and gravitas that he could muster, just a duck. A and that duck. solves it. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of it. Uh, um, I have a question kind of to go off that. Okay. Um, mine is just, were animals harmed in the making of this film? <laughs> I, you know, I sure hope not. Specifically in that scene where, uh, the Frenchman scene, when they just yeah. start throwing livestock they over the They throw a lot of chickens, like, <laughs> clearly live birds off the top one of, of the, that thing. One of the interviews I watched was, like, while they were, fi- it was, like, really, it was 1973 footage <laughs> of, like, an interviewer going around while they were filming the movie and asking people questions. And one of the shots was them filming that part. And you just <laughs> see, like, I think it was John Cleese was up there. Yeah. He's and a, a couple other guys in a crane just with handfuls of chickens. And they were probably a good 15, 20 feet off the ground. And they just chuck these live chickens oh, so out of this crane. And I said, oh, this was definitely the 70s. Listen, this is going to sound bad, but I've seen a chicken get tossed before. And they can flap <laughs> enough to be fine. Yeah, yeah. No, they looked like they were fine. I was just like, oh, yeah. my God. This is I think wild. the chickens were the only like live thing out of the bunch because they're just flinging yeah, I think fake that was animals the only... over that wall. And those yeah. chickens, they'd be okay as long as none of the other fake animals landed on them, which would cause a problem. That but, would cause um, a problem. Um, I like to assume that didn't happen. That was really funny. And then in that same shot, it's just like the castle that they're filming at in half of it. And then just parked all over the grass are just so many Volkswagen vans. Yes. Just so many. It's like so deeply the 1970s. Oh, yeah. And it was so funny. <laughs> it's like it's like we didn't even bother to get our cars out of the way because that's its own joke. Like if right. we just don't even try that hard, it's funny anyway. Yeah, it's funny enough. <laughs> it's fine. It was so That good. same scene has I the the Trojan rabbit and launching the Trojan rabbit back over the oh, wall. Oh, so And funny. Bedivere forgetting to be inside of the rabbit before they launch it. It's so <laughs> well, good. Who's going to be inside of it? Uh, three of us. 
And then he's, <laughs> As they're already pulling it inside the gate. Well, we could <laughs> construct a giant wooden badger. <laughs> giant badger. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, it's so funny. Who it's let so them good. be that funny? <laughs> Who let Honestly. them be that Honestly. good? Honestly. Because okay. I don't get it. This is... I'm going to move us to question number three. This is another one that I had Please. a hard time with. Because um, this is like a troop that works together and is very specific Yeah, they're and not... Close-knit. Exactly. There's not really a, a weird one. <laughs> I do have an answer for this, but it's more of a you answer and less of a me answer. Question number three is, why are you here? We're talking about okay. who doesn't belong. Who who are we surprised to see? And if I'm going to be honest, I think it's the, it's the one thing that doesn't land in this movie for me is what's what I'm going to ask about here. And that's okay. the ending. And specifically, my question is, why are the police here at the end of this movie? Yeah, it's... I just, I don't... I get what's happening that they're doing like this fourth wall thing and that somehow they are happening at the same time the as the documentary. Yeah. yeah. And the, and like they've been running people over and smashing houses and blowing up rabbits <laughs> and then they get arrested for it, which I, it's not unfunny, but it's the thing that lands the least. And I don't think I've ever Definitely. quite understood how it makes Definitely. sense for me. Um, Just that ending only- where instead of a battle, it's, a bunch of police cars that just get in between and just arrest all of the main characters. Yeah. Well, the ones the that only, have survived. The only answer I really have for it is I did read somewhere this script was in development for a really long time. Yeah. Apparently. And, um, it have to be, yeah. and initially the script, uh, so I want to say it was Eric Idle was saying this. Um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but <laughs> He was talking about how the script was originally... The idea was that half of the movie was in medieval times and the other half was modern. Interesting. And then they kind of scrapped that idea and said, oh, well, let's make the whole thing medieval. So the only thing I can think of is maybe that's like a remnant from that script. Like maybe that whole historian thing was like a bigger more important yeah, plot point sort of than it is because it's not a plot point it's just kind of a thing that happens yeah and it's funny and keeps popping up but maybe maybe it was of more value in the original draft that. yeah yeah like that i could see how that would be um it's like origin story but right. yeah i think that's the only thing the police thing kind of comes out of nowhere for me definitely so if there's a yeah. why are you here for me that's it i don't know if you i'm have glad you agree with me because i also think i also was thinking that the ending was not yeah it's still funny but it's not it's just not quite where you want it to go <laughs> yeah i will um, agree with that the two i have two things in this category uh, and it's more just it's not why are you here it's more just oh these are guys i recognize from other things that I sure. didn't know were Monty Python people. Right. Because like I said, I'm not super, I, I'm a, I would consider myself a fan. I don't, I haven't seen a ton of their stuff, but what I've seen, I really love. Right. Um, so I wasn't, I, I don't have the face or name recognition with them where I catch them and everything. So I kind of went through and tried to find them and stuff. And I found a couple. Sure. Um, first off, we got John Cleese, who, yes. he, he was in the Harry Potter series. I did not realize that. Yes, he was. He was he, he sure was nearly was. headless Nick. <laughs> uh, and that's all I got to say there is just, oh, nearly headless <laughs> Nick. Nice. Uh, yes. Uh, the other one I feel like is a is probably a much more <laughs> a much more me reference. I don't 
I don't know how many people have actually seen this movie. Uh, have you ever heard of Quest for Camelot? I have heard of it, but to tell you the truth, I couldn't even tell you who you're about to say was also in that. So <laughs> it's it's an animated movie from I want to say the '90s, Ooh. like early late uh, somewhere in the '90s. I was about to say early mm-hmm. late '90s. The early late the late. '90s. Um, but it's also takes place during King Arthur medieval times. That makes sense. It's a it's a bad movie. Um, but it's one that I, it was, you know how back when Blockbuster was a thing, you'd have your like go-to mm. couple of movies that you'd rent. Yes, of course. Always. Uh, this was, Quest for Camelot was one of mine, even though now I know it is, <laughs> it is a deeply bad movie. It's not good. Hey, I promise okay. you we'll do it someday because you, no I matter how that. bad it is, I've got a place in my heart for it. I get um, that. And Eric Idle was in it. Oh, Okay. There's this, yeah. there's a character that is a two-headed dragon. Ooh. Uh, he's like the comedic sidekick in the movie. He's Fun. not very funny. <laughs> he's there. Um, no, and they can't one, all be winners. One, one of the two dragon heads is played by Eric Idle. Huh. Cool. <laughs> That's, yeah. I did not know <laughs> just that. Just this bad movie that I watched when I was a kid just had one of the Monty Python guys in it. That's a very good and very specific poll. I like Definitely. that. <laughs> I promise oh, we'll do that goodness. movie someday because you'll you'll get a kick about, out of it. There's I can't some, wait. It sounds like a great time. There's some goofy stuff in there I think you'll get a kick out of. <laughs> that should be fun. Okay. We're going to jump on down to question four. But before we do that, um, if you've listened to the last couple of weeks, you know that we are on the hunt for a replacement for question four. We are... Moving out of the Tiger King era, um, we probably moved out of the Tiger King area three or four weeks ago, um, but we're hanging on (laughs) because we want to give you, the listener, the chance to pick a new question for for us. So we're still taking submissions for a new question for you. You can uh, email those to us at wdwjwpodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Um, all of that information is in the full description uh, below. So check out the show notes um, to, for the email address and for the handles for Twitter and Instagram and also the uh, what to search on Facebook. Um, but for now, until that day, question four is what if this was a documentary? Mm-hmm. And specifically, who would feed their husband to tigers? Um, and I, there are a lot of good picks for this one because <laughs> there are a lot really of people are. who do just some nonsense. In this movie, and I love I've it. Got, I've got two. Okay, I have an option also. All right. I'll, I'll give one, you give yours, and then I'll give my other one? Yes, perfect. That, does that work for you? Lead Is that the way. Good? Would that be good for you? Would that be good for you? <laughs> um, my first one was just Sir Robin. Just if it meant he could get <laughs> yeah. away. If he could get if away from something by shoving somebody to a tiger, he'd do it. For sure. Bravely brave, Sir Robin. <laughs> Sir Robin. That's such a good bit. Oh, it's so funny. Um, it's so I funny. was also going to pick one of our heroes, but I was going to pick Sir Lancelot. Um, because <laughs> that... Yeah. yeah, that checks out. I absolutely love Prince Herbert shoots the arrow out the window and it lands, <laughs> in, just... it lands in the page's <laughs> chest. And he just says, message for you, sir. Message for you, sir. And then Lancelot... <laughs> It's like the, I think it's the third or the second in the movie where they do, they do the, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite dead yet. I think I can get better. But he's like, I, I will not let your sacrifice be in vain. 
I will. Yeah. <laughs> your your impending doom. I will not let it have gone to waste. And he's like, actually, I think I'll be. I'll probably be okay. I think I'm fine. <laughs> and then and then he proceeds to just slaughter everyone in the castle. And um, yep. I I don't mm-hmm. think he would hesitate to feed someone no, the tigers if it meant finally achieving glory and possibly the grave. If he thought if he thought he could save a fair maiden out of it, absolutely. <laughs> um my my second one is a very it's funny that you bring up the I'm feeling a little bit better bit. Yes. Uh, cuz I was going to say the guy I'm sure he doesn't even have a name in the movie, but the guy who brings the person. bring out your dad. Yep. Uh the guy who just brings <laughs> out the old guy over his shoulder and is like I got a dead guy. When <laughs> he's very not clearly dead not yet. dead, I'm I'm still alive. What's that? <laughs> I think I can make a recovery. I'm not dead yet. It's so it's such a good bit, and just yeah. like well, the he's gonna die soon. You think you could just take him now? And he's like, well, the the cart's mm-hmm. not coming back for another two weeks. I don't know. Anything you think you could do about that? <laughs> and he just. Just boom. 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 <laughs> yeah, that was my only other oh, one. Oh, I love it. Okay. That guy'd feed somebody to tigers, specifically that old guy. Yeah, for sure he would feed that old guy to tigers if he didn't have to deal with him. I don't know what that old guy did, but he did something. Yeah. He just didn't want to deal with a body, I think, in the house. And just decomposing <laughs> and making things smell bad. That I mean that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, it's very good. Uh, and with that, we're gonna jump to question number five. Question number five is could someone else have done better? What do you have for this? What are your thoughts? The short answer is no. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, the only thing I came up for this was like, I mean, Saturday Night Live could have made a less good attempt like 30 years ago, probably. Yes, um, and what you've done here, I'm going to stop you right there because what you've done please, is you've led me beautiful into something. Have um, I? Is this because when no. you were... You were... <laughs> no, someone else could not have done better. But I want you to go on a trip with me. Oh, I want God, you to okay. take a journey with me to the darkest timeline. I'll go anywhere timeline. with you, Zach. We're going to the darkest timeline. The darkest timeline. timeline. <laughs> Monty Python and the Holy Grail, as presented, is never made. The Monty Python oh, crew can't make it happen. The budget never materializes. But the idea of a comedy troupe making a Holy Grail King Arthur story... Bounces around for decades. Flash forward to 1998. And another group of comedians decides to resurrect the (laughs) long lost project. Adam Sandler as King Richard. David Spade as Sir Bedivere. Rob Schneider as Sir Lancelot. Polly Shore as Sir Galahad. Kevin James as Sir Robin. Seth Green as Prince Herbert. And because it's a cheap joke, Chris Rock as the Black Knight. I present to you, (laughs) not Monty Python... But Adam Sandler and Co.'s The Holy Grail. Mm. Boy, oh boy. I thought about this like three days ago and I just made myself sad. Oh, also cheap joke that I think would probably land in there is um, picture of Bill Clinton as Sir not appearing in this film. Um, Oh, Because I feel like it's just right there and it's too easy. Yeah, you got it. You got to do that. But just imagine Uh. with me for a second. The absolute train wreck of a movie. God, that would be terrible. It just like more than more than anything, weird. I do not want to see Adam Sandler try to be Monty Python. Just, just peak, I, I cannot say I'm a fan. <laughs> peak like little Nicky Adam Sandler just doing like that Adam Sandler, God, but oh he's trying God. to do this movie instead. Uh, and he, no. so, like they get I'm, to the bridge 
And the guy asks him, like, what is the airspeed of an unladen swallow? And he says, what is the airspeed of an unladen swallow? And that's how he gets thrown off the bridge instead. Oh, this really is the darkest timeline. Yes, what I've I've attempted is to break your brain and travel us into the worst version of reality. It hurts. I believe Adam Sandler's Monty Python and the Holy Grail, or just Adam Sandler and the Holy Grail, um, basically, what I've done is <laughs> created Grown Ups Two. I've made Grown Ups Two, but earlier, and also I put Polly Shore in it, which makes it even worse um, because mm. Polly Shore is maybe the worst thing to ever happen to comedy. Um, I yeah. almost put Tom Green in this movie, also, but I just couldn't find a good spot for him. Um, That's fair. But uh, you can only have so uh, many people in this movie, right? I can only have so many of the worst comedians of all time in the same movie at once. Oof. Um, Oof. and I just think Oof. there's some, Ooh. and then like, and then like two women in the entire movie are both Amy Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, God. Every, all of the women in the, in the castle with zoot. Um, they're just all Amy Schumer. Clones. <laughs> it's just all Amy Schumer. Ooh. Ooh, that's <laughs> I would have said Tina Fey or, or Amy oh, no, Poehler, but I, love uh, but I respect the, I respect them yeah, too much to do that. So much. <laughs> Even in like jest, I can't, I wouldn't do that I to love them, them too much. Amy Schumer, she can have that. If, she can, uh, this might she be can an, take an unpopular it. opinion. I would also maybe put like Melissa McCarthy in there. I don't oh, love I Melissa McCarthy. She's or uh, Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson is a better answer. Yeah. I don't. Oh yeah. boy. Just one like <laughs> too long rolling around on the floor. Jenny any dot sequence for sure. God. Oh, we'll get there someday, Zach. We'll get the there darkest someday. timeline. We just. I think. I think that's the worst version of Monty Python out there because I think like I would rather oh. see like high schoolers just trying to like make jokes because at least I know like there's some soul behind it. With this version that yeah. I've created, it feels like Jack and Jill or Grown Ups 2, where okay. people just, like, gotta get paid, and they might as well hang out with their yeah, friends while they're, they're getting like, paid. Yeah, and they're just like, alright, fine. <laughs> How? Oh, God. And what else does that really kind of? Zach, you kind of broke me there. I'm yeah, that's like what in... I wanted. I feel it's a like... downward spiral coming on. Like, I it's might David start Spade. It's David Ugh. Spade. And Which like going, okay, I don't I don't hate David Spade. I don't hate him. <laughs> uh I think there's some stuff that uh, he's better than that he's he's agreed to be a part of. <laughs> yeah, I I would agree with that sentiment for sure. But just him talking about like and what else would float? How do we tell if she's a witch? And it's just Adam Sandler going, "Uh well, <laughs> I got his duck." And then he just little like, rocks. <laughs> God, who told him just that voice was funny? Just the worst, Adam Sandler. Back, back um, to questions. Who the told entire Adam Sandler world, that voice was funny? The entire world told him that was funny for like six years. Yeah. Because that was his only bit on SNL, too. He would be like, this is my Halloween costume. I'm crazy napkin head. I got a napkin on my head. I'm crazy napkin head. And like that was I, the only joke he would do. Um, I, I won't pretend I've seen every Adam Sandler movie. Uh, no, you shouldn't. Not. That I would I think that not. would break a person. But I will say I have been sat down, told I was about to watch Adam Sandler's best movie, <laughs> oh. uh, and then watched a not good movie. So out of curiosity, are you willing to disclose what movie this oh, is? Oh, I will definitely Cuz I think Adam Sandler uh, has I think good it movies. Was, 
I think it was, oh, what's it called? Waterboy? Is that what it's called? Oh, that is one of them. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. Waterboy. I, I was you, not a fan. You could have watched much worse movies. Yeah. Oh, Adam definitely. Definitely. Catalog. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. But ugh, I. But there are also. I didn't have fun. If you're going to watch one of his best movies, it's not The Waterboy. It's either Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison. Those Never are Never seen options. either of them. Never seen either of them. Those are the only two of his best possible movies, and it's it's not the Water Boy. I will say also, I watched a stand up special he did once, and I did enjoy that. Yeah, it was a pretty it was a pretty recent unfunny. one. He's I want to say it was within the past five years. Right, but I don't but know. I, yeah. I don't know, his, man. He just made a lot of bad movies. All yeah. God, but he's yeah, also he made has. some really good movies, and I want to credit him for that because, like, Punch Drunk Love is very good. And also, he just he, Punch Drunk Love is good, and he just made Uncut Gems. Um, you yes, know, I need to see that. It's on Netflix just, now. Yes, it is. Just robbed of an Oscar nomination. He's he can yeah. be good, but yeah, 1997, I it. 1998, with this Oof. group trying to do Monty Python instead. That is the darkest no. timeline. And because it pains us to sit here for so long, I don't want us to have to sit here any longer. Let's go to a happier place. Please. And that's question number Please. six. Question number six. Would this be better as a musical? And once again, we've picked for ourselves <laughs> a movie with an exact reference of would this be better as a musical. And as Does always, I don't know if I can say better, but yeah. it's it's quite good. Yeah, it's not. Monty I, don't, I can't say I know it very well. But what I've seen of it, I really enjoy. It's quite um, good. A lot of the jokes. And the fact that I mean, it depends Eric on who's Idol, playing it. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right, right. Eric right, right, Idle, right. he wrote the music, the lyrics, and the book. So he was yeah. like in there. This was like his And he thing. was in it at one point, I found out. Mm-hmm. He was the yeah. uh, historian at one point. I love he that. stepped on in. Also, I found out Tim Curry was in it at some point. Yes, he was. Yes, uh, he was. I love Tim Curry. With my whole heart. We'll get to some of his movies at some point because God, oh, I, I love I know him. we will. Um, there are a lot of big names in it, which I'm sure was by design, but yeah, the, the guy who played Daryl on the office was in this movie in it for a while. I sure, which do love I was him. shocked by. Cause I didn't know he'd ever been Craig Robinson done stage yes. stuff before. Yeah. Craig Robinson. He's very fun. Uh, Christian Borle um, was in it. Steve Cassie was in it. There are a yeah, couple there's a lot of very good, good songs. Um, I'm sure they're the ones my I've favorites, heard I haven't heard very many. My favorites include You Won't Succeed on Broadway, which you've probably heard. Yep. I, wa- I um, literally watched that one like an hour ago because I was like, I, yeah, I should probably yep. like look at some of this. Because I'd heard out of context some of it at like in like audition packages and stuff. But I hadn't right. like seen the full production value of mm-hmm. any of it ever. Um, always look on the bright side of life is fun yes. because it's a pull yes. from Life of Brian. Life of Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I got it right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but another one that I really like that doesn't always get as much credit is the song that goes like this. That's the um, one I was gonna say. Yes, yes. that's the one. I, a lot of people do that for like uh, auditions and cabarets right. and stuff. It's a good so one. So I hear that, that just one like, every once in a while. If you're gonna do a satire musical, like lean into talking about how weird musicals are. Um, because 
it, it just nails that home because musicals are weird and I'm not going to pretend they're not. Oh, absolutely. Um, like it is, very it is weird. what I've chosen to do with my life, but musicals are weird. <laughs> um, Me too, sis. You know, and <laughs> we're out here, but that's such a good one. That's one of my favorite examples of like, let's just be honest about what musicals are. And that's weird. Yeah. Musicals are weird. <laughs> I will say, I find it weird that it isn't because everybody seems to like it. I don't really think I know of anybody that like dislikes the show yeah. It's like, it like doesn't have the, people don't really know about it. Yeah. Which seems it's strange to like me. It's like crazy popular. And I think that's probably because it, it gets lumped in with like something rotten at the same time. I was going to bring up something rotten. I think rotten. something yep. rotten is a better version of it probably. Definitely. I, I um, literally was <laughs> put in my notes, this musical walked so something rotten could run. <laughs> really funny. Really good. <laughs> I love something rotten. Um, Christian Borel uh, was involved. Very good. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. He's made an interesting career and stuff he's, like that. He's cornered the medieval satire musical game. Yeah. He he owns that and he crushes it while he's there, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Um, Spamalot. Monty Python Spamalot. Um, if it's coming to a town near you someday. Because um, yeah. not right now. But someday. Not right now. To a town <laughs> it like just June. had a revival in 2012. I don't think it's coming yep. back anytime um, soon. Also, but... nobody's going anywhere because it's the coronavirus. Oh, um... <laughs> also, while we're here, I have something to bring up. Please I found do. something weird while I was uh, I was searching for clips of uh, interviews. I wasn't even looking at spam a lot. I was still just looking at uh, Holy Grail stuff. Okay. And it was sure, just sure, 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 YouTube. Sure. Uh, and I came across a video that was about two hours long. It, okay. it did not, it was a high, it was very clearly a high school production. Um, okay. it, did, it however was not spam a lot. Okay. It was a play version of the movie. Oh, like they just did the movie as a play. Interesting. Okay. I don't know if it was licensed or if this is a deeply illegal thing that I found. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, talk about that. Someone posted on YouTube. (laughs) Some mom posted on YouTube. Oh, I guess it would have been last year sometime when that story was going around about the high school theater department that wrote their own script for a, a, a staged version of Alien. Ridley Scott's Alien. Do you remember this? I don't. It was like big I know they, news I know they a did a bit about that at one point in Bob's Burgers. Well, there was, like there was an actual <laughs> thing that happened at one point where they really? staged Alien. They didn't did bother to get any rights for it. Um, so some people were like, hey, should they be allowed to do this? But also people were arguing that like it's high school theater and they couldn't afford to buy rights for a real show because there wasn't really a theater department um, it was ah, one of the English teachers was the only and one running of all the things you could do. You picked alien. Yeah. Well, I think it was like, we think we can get engagement <laughs> if we do something like weird. Well, and cool. Yeah. But what do you, which I get because do, like, that was a school that had never do, had like, a theater steel department. magnolias. <laughs> Just do your own See, version of steel magnolias. You're drawing a very different crowd with steel magnolias than you are. I, with alien. Yeah. And it's I still get, a crowd because <laughs> Well, and and I think the idea was that this is a school that had never had a formal theater department. Um, mm-hmm. And so they were trying to do something like popular and action and horror that would, because they didn't have a built-in student base of theater students. So they were trying to a get just like the this? general populace. It was like a year, year and a half ago now. They should have done a quiet um, place. 
Jesus. Mm. <laughs> That's <laughs> interesting. I wonder. Oh, that would have been cool. A quiet place yeah. to show. Like, because you don't have I to do any weird, like, alien stuff in there. You just got to. You can make the well, alien stuff was, happen off stage. That Idiots. was one of the things that they said was really good about the show was that they got, like, the art department involved and they really okay. worked on the production design and made cool aliens. Um, so they, like, had them. this rogue script for an alien play and then made this really cool production script. stuff. And, like, people were talking okay. about, should you be allowed to just do that if you're a department that doesn't actually have any theater funding and so doesn't have any way to buy rights for stuff? Like, is right. is that, like, a good workaround? So I'm, th- I'm wondering, like, if that was a similar thing where it was like, well, we can't actually buy the rights to Spamalot because we don't have any money. Right, because that's Monty Python the and they're deeply famous and that would cost a lot of money. Right. <laughs> But I wonder if that was just like, maybe we just do our own thing. And I don't know. We just hope that nobody complains about it. Because yeah, I, think I, I'm, guess. I think I'm kind of in favor of it. If you're, if you're. I think so like, too. School I, district not, or school won't fund it. Like just go for it. Especially when just it's something, something that famous. Right. You know, it's like how much. If a play of it doesn't already exist, you know, how much money are you actually losing on it? If right. it's like and a I'm, teeny tiny theater department in the middle of nowhere right. at a well, high school or middle school, school, you're not really losing any money. Right. And that's why so like, I think I would be on board for it. Because I, I could see it going under like, like a, you know, fair, school, the fair use stuff right. that if they have on YouTube theater, and stuff. You need to do the real thing. Like, I, I'm oh, not, definitely. I don't want if to you have like any I'm sort of you money, you should do the real royalties thing. For stuff. Because you need to pay royalties for stuff if you can afford to pay royalties for stuff. But when you're right. a podunk little high school in the middle of nowhere, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And I kind but of then respect it. I kind of do too. That also would kind of spark a controversy of like, where does that line get drawn? Yeah. Of like, how much money do we consider enough money? How much is to enough? To where you oh, can boy. get stuff. Right. You've just where asked you can the, like... the most American question you could possibly have asked is how much money is enough money? <laughs> Um, the answer being, oh, only God, when I have all of it. That's the thing I've ever wanted. <laughs> to, to ask the most American possible question? Yeah, that's the well, least thing Well, Jeff Bezos is about to be, to be a trillionaire, so we're going to have to get real yeah. familiar with the idea of how much money is enough money. Oh, boy. Oh, I have one more I have one more thing. Uh, okay. Rounding back to the actual Spamalot musical. Yes. Um, I read an interesting thing. Uh, first off, uh, I found a section found. It was on the Wikipedia page. Um, <laughs> you did some really <laughs> not deep difficult research. to find. I wasn't like searching databases. Um, there was a section about what the response from the other members of Monty Python was to the show. Oh yeah. And it was like mixed to negative. Interesting. Yeah. It was a lot of like, I forget, I cannot remember for the life of me who said what, but some one of them was literally like, I mean, it gave me some royalty money. <laughs> That's all. And uh, That's funny. But then like most of the other ones were pretty positive. They were like They were like, I mean, I wouldn't really call it Monty Python. It was yeah. mostly just it was just like Eric cuz he was the yeah. only one of them that worked on it. Right. But like it was it was fun. Because yeah. they all went and saw it, and they were all like, we had a really good time. It was really fun. It wasn't like, I wouldn't call it ours, but it, it was fun. 
Sure. So I thought that was interesting. They I also like lost. There was like a legal case uh, with the producer of the show because most of the royalties were going to Monty Python. Interesting. Um, and so apparently Monty Python lost a legal case and lost some of that money to the producer oh. of the show, which like eh, I kind of get. Yeah. It wasn't like they lost all the money from it. I think all of the members of Monty Python were making like a seventh of it. Oh, wow. Um, and the producer of the show was making a 14th, like half as much yeah. as the members of Monty And when Python. they're admitting that they didn't really, that's not really right. their thing. Not yeah. even admitting, I, I, they I just blatantly it. like aren't part of it. So like, yeah, I get like, it. It's yeah. not their thing. Probably doesn't need to have that much of the money going to them. But when you, that's what happens right. when you have the Monty Python tag on it is a lot of that money is going to have to go right. back to them inherently. Right. Right. Uh, but I do like that musical. That's that's my bottom yeah. line. Is I like Spamalot. I don't I know it well enough to say I'm a fan of it, but I what I what I've heard I like. She can hang. We enjoy her. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, yeah. And now it is time, single tier, to move on to our seventh and final question, and that is, what do you rate <laughs> this film? Um, and because I made you lead out the last couple, I'm going to lead out this one. I've rated this movie a 39 out of 40 miles per hour the maximum velocity of an unladen swallow um nice. i did do that research nice. that's the first time i've done research for this show the only reason <laughs> it didn't get a 40 is because of that police business but 39 out of the maximum <laughs> velocity business. of an unladen swallow <laughs> nice that's a that's a pretty solid rating i didn't want to do the math to figure out like what it would how fast it could go if it had a coconut because that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of like physics homework that's, Physics I and zoology and yeah, school. that's a lot. No, thank you. <laughs> um, I rated this film two out of two tauntings from a Frenchman. Uh, <laughs> like we said earlier, it's a near perfect movie. I decided to go in and give it give it the one hundred percent on this one. Yeah, you know? well, that's it's tough to not give it the one hundred percent when it's out of yeah, two. Yeah, it's it, she's earned it. <laughs> She's paid her dues. This movie is 45 years old and it's still hilarious and And it still kills. Fantastic. And there's only a couple things that are problematic. So. Right. Very (laughs) little of it. it. That's most of Monty Python. Most of Monty Python has managed to say, to stay not like controversial. Right. That's because their brand of comedy was like, Hey, one of our big jokes is going to be the ministry of silly walks. And that's going right. to be a thing it's, we like bank on for an episode. Their, is the ministry their of comedy silly is walks. just so. I feel like a lot of com, uh, specifically a lot of American comedy is very mm-hmm. antagonizing. Yeah, theirs is very much not. Theirs is yeah. very much just like we're just being silly with our friends mm-hmm. and just saying some dumb stuff, and we're having fun. Yeah, that's you a know? really good point. Like it, and I think that's a, a more a much more timeless comedy. version of comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think American comedies end up dated because they're mad about the things that are happening in that exact moment. And there's some, right. like, topical stuff. You know, they talk about, like, elected officials versus kings. That's a very funny moment to me. Oh, um, yeah. The, the the random person. I didn't the, vote for you. In the mud. I'm, a queen, I'm a king. You don't vote for a king. And he's <laughs> talking about, if, if some woman ended me a sword out of a lake, <laughs> does that make me... The divine right to be in charge. Like, I think that's really good. I thought really we were an autonomous collective. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. This Who has also been a podcast that's just my excuse to do terrible accents. Um, oh, God. I will not pretend mine are even hey. remotely in any way 
Hey, if, you if know me. British I love an listening, accent. I'm so sorry. We're French. <laughs> Please, I'm so sorry. Yeah, my French is bad. There's accents that bad. I do really well, but not French. French is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and now that we've given our ratings, um, it's time for a segment we started last week. But this time, it I is. get to throw it to you. Um, you do. Get to I, I wonder if we should make this a named question. Question number eight: What are we watching next week? What are should we, we should we take that dive? Should we make it an eighth question? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Question it number eight. It is a question eight. that one of us is giving an answer to. Yes, that's true. So question number In that eight. Sense, yes. What are we going to watch <laughs> next week? That's a good. Right, that's so, a good. Let's make that the end. That's a very good. Let's do it. I like it. Um. So for next week, uh, I I hearken back to our John Wick episode. Oh, okay. Uh, you we we made a descriptor of that movie where it was. Or I think you said it, where you said this uh, it was a very boy movie. It is a very um, boy movie. I, deci- I decided it was time to do a very girl movie. Okay. Comparison. It was time to even it out. Okay. Um, Balance the scales. So I, I went back and forth between quite a few... Quite a few... <laughs> I finally... Um, I'm really diverting away from this, but I <laughs> finally <laughs> divided out my list on my, of movies that I have on my phone for this. Okay. Uh, into categories. And this movie came from the category that I titled For the Girls and the Gays. Um, okay. Perfect. So, so, so not I, me. I decided we are going to do another one of my favorite feel-good movies. Okay. We're going to do Easy A. Okay. That's great. Easy A is a lot of fun. I and I have some thoughts about it. I love this movie. It's one of my favorite. Like, if I have a bad day, I'm going to turn on Easy A. That's Ooh, really that good. Rhymed. Um, but yeah, that's, that was my choice. That is my, for the girls and the gays pick for next Easy week. Easy A. Okay. That should be a lot of fun. I'm excited. <laughs> Sweet. So we'll be coming at you this time next week with Easy A. Um, but until then, yeah, we will. um, remember if you have ideas about a new question, number four, let us know at wdwjpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, you're on such uh, a win streak with saying that. I know. That. I've been doing it really well. It had to happen God. eventually. wdwjwpodcast at gmail.com or wdwjwpodcast on uh, Twitter or Instagram or oh, what did we just watch on Facebook? Um, look us up. Uh, those links will be in the full show notes below, so make sure you check out the full show description um, after this. Um, yeah, let us know if you've got movies you think we should watch if you have a new segment idea or just if you want to say hey maybe uh you let us know something and we read it on the show who knows um also Absolutely. please um give this show a rating um uh, a review on apple or google or i don't think spotify does ratings and reviews. i don't i don't think i they should do. know that that's how uh, i usually just... listen to them but subscribe I don't think <laughs> on Spotify. Just subscribe. Drop us a subscription. Download these episodes and, <laughs> and uh, tell us what you think. Um, again, if if we see a review that you we like, uh, who knows? Maybe we read it on the show. Uh, we give you a little shout out because we sure do like uh, when people tell us that we're doing a good job. Um, so yes, please um, do that. It helps us get the show out to new people, and also it just uh, makes our heart flutter a little bit. Uh, makes Aww. fills us with joy and love and um, makes sure us want to sing a song even though um, our angry father won't let us because he Funny. just wants a new he wants a swamp to not be where his castle <laughs> is anymore nice <laughs> oh goodness okay well that was fun I am glad that we dove into 
a a goofy comedy and and really Me one of too. the all-time greats this was um, nice and i'm excited to go, jump into easy a next week i think it's gonna be really fun and me too i'm excited to ask movie. some good questions about easy a but you know what question i'm most excited to ask about which one which one are you most excited to ask about zach i'm most excited to ask what did we just watch it's the most important question <laughs> and i think it it'll be good in easy a easy a I feel a downward spiral coming on.